what that means for Phoenix, I think, is interesting. Uh, I do think they get a lot less depth. I still think that they need a front court presence at that point, right? Like, do you sign? Who, who do you end up signing? Is that like a Bismack Biombo? Like, who still needs? Is that a Kavon Looney? Do you go after Kavon Looney and try to take him from the Warriors? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Just addition by subtraction. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the centers have have signed already. You know, the Mitchell Robinsons of the world. You know, the uh, Andre Drummonds of the world. The JaVale McGees of the world. So. Uh, there's not a lot of options for for Phoenix, but in terms of another a ball handler and the, somebody who can score when Chris Paul inevitably gets injured in the playoffs is interesting, and I think that becomes a three-headed offensive monster. All three guys can d up as well, um, but in terms of in terms of depth, it would be it would be tough, and they would need to make some more free agent, you know, small signings, maybe like a Dante Divincenzo mm-hmm. or maybe like a like a T.J. Warren or something like that who hasn't been signed in order for them to really increase the or expand the depth that they have right now. Let me ask you this, Trista. If he did go to Phoenix and we complete the deal with everything that you just laid out and they, they, they managed to win title, multiple titles, whatever it is, for Kevin Durant, it's more titles. Does it change what we say about him, the narrative on him, the his legacy at all? You know, with Golden State, we... You know, the, there are a faction of us that hold it against him. Hey, you're joining a, a team that was already formed, although, albeit you played well, you got a finals MVP. But does, would it change Kevin Durant's story if he goes to Phoenix and wins one title, multiple titles, either way? What do you think? I think where we're at, Kevin, I, I think collectively, is that his story's really complicated. For sure. And he, as a person from what I can gather, because I don't know him well, is very complex. And so I think what he was trying to do was something that was very admirable, which is to create, um, I want to say, like maybe a startup culture and go with a friend and try to make something happen in a way that was the way you wanted it to be in an environment that you created and and. And basically, I mean, he piggybacked off what Brooklyn had already done, but you're you're basically creating something from quote unquote scratch. I'm with you. And that's yep. Most entrepreneurs fail, and and I think that that shows you that it's not easy, even with two of the best scorers of our generation, uh, to be able to do that. And I think that there's a lot of the craftsmanship of role playing that I think has been diminished over time. And uh, as you become a star player, I think more and more, and I'm not a star player, but, like, I can only put myself in their shoes, which is, you know, you guys are the the linchpin. But the role players are so integral to winning a title. We saw that with Golden State, with Gary Payton, with Otto Porter, with Kavon Ludi. You have to have role players step up, and you can't take away the backbone of a culture like Kenny Atkinson and hope that role players just figure it out because – if they could do that on their own, they would be stars. They need coaching. Kevin Durant does not need coaching. Kyrie Irving does not need coaching. But guys like Bruce Brown do. Guys like Joe Harris do. Even older guys like LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin do. So I think that they're just – it really makes it interesting. If he goes to Phoenix and, and wins multiple titles there, which I'm not sure that they would because things are only getting stronger in the West and in the East, True. I think it just adds color to how difficult it is to win a ring and how doing it and building a roster organically is, is takes a longer time. It's a lot harder. It's a lot more risk. 
But if you can create an environment like Memphis, I'm not even just like saying that because it's you guys, but if you can create that, there's a sustainability there and a culture there that's, that persists and that, and that you can rely on and put your feet down on and feel like it's solid. You, you mentioned the Grizzlies. It doesn't. I mean, we, we you know we kind of joked around about it, like for five seconds when uh, when the news broke that Kevin Durant was was requesting a trade. There was some thought, right? Like some offshores had the Grizzlies as like the second, you know, the second favorite, I guess, behind Miami. Right. Uh, so I, I guess there were legs to it, but it became pretty clear uh, immediately it would not happen. If it were on the table, though, do you think the Grizzlies no. would have ha- would have to give up Desmond Bain and Jaron? And and if that's true, would you do that for Kevin Durant? I don't think if I'm the Grizzlies, I would want to do it. Period. And that says nothing about Kevin Durant because because I wanted him in Portland. But you have to think about you guys have such a full cupboard. There's just so many pieces, and maybe that makes you an intriguing place to go and an intriguing trade partner because you have a lot of picks and you have a lot of assets, but it's very rare to have a culture of role players that all step up in big moments and a huge superstar like jaw. And so if I'm Memphis, it it seems like a, a shortcut to something that's an inevitability. I think that Memphis will be a contender for a very long time because of who Jaw is and how this organization is run. As long as the decision makers in place keep making decisions with the same mindset in mind and that they're the same ones that are in place. I think that, you know, this is something you want to keep going. You don't want to break up a good thing uh, because you just really never know how a new ingredient is going to mesh with the crew. Trista, if you were reseeding the East based on the movement so far, and let's roll with that, that the Nets trade Kevin Durant out West, out to Phoenix. We'll just stick with that one and that the East is the East right now. Um, and we know that, that that could still change. Who would you put at the top? Who who have you liked in terms of what they've done? Has Philly moved up in your eyes? Have others fallen? Uh, if you're reseeding the East, who's your top couple of seeds? I'm really interested to see what Milwaukee does. Why have they not done anything uh, like of note besides resigning Bobby Portis? I think just respect wise, I have to give them. I have to give them the top I get it. seed. Like I wouldn't say that they're the number one seed next year in the East. But I think that they're the team to beat if fully healthy because of who they have and Drew and Chris Middleton and Giannis, of course. And I I would imagine they'll bring some other role players in place to shoot threes like they need. Um, And maybe they go after someone like Joe Harris if it's a fire sale in in Brooklyn. That would be an interesting move. Uh, So I put them at top. I really like what Boston did. I think getting Malcolm Brogdon if he's healthy. Now, the benefit is that we know Malcolm Brogdon does not like to be healthy um he's not a player that you can rely on for 82 games but for a team like boston you don't that doesn't matter you just need malcolm brogdon for matchups right you need him against teams like the warriors where you need a consistent ball handler who can not only go right but can also go left and isn't going to turn the ball over and isn't going to get sloppy with the rock in a way that ends up turning into transition buckets for a monster like golden state so malcolm brogdon i think is a, a really interesting piece for matchups and I think Marcus Smart will still start but Malcolm Brogdon is a is a great complement for problems that we saw pop and rear their ugly heads in the playoffs we're talking to Trista Crick catcher on bed MGM tonight the heat check podcast we, you you mentioned uh we were talking about Jaron he's out 
uh, they kind of snuck that one in, you know. Uh, you know, they uh, did. Uh, the Pac-12's uh, been destroyed, and Kevin Durant <laughs> wants a trade. Oh, by the way, Jaron Jackson's going to miss six months. Um, how concerning is that? Uh, how how concerning should it be for the Grizzlies, considering this is his second lost off season in three years? I think pretty concerning. I, I'd like to know kind of what you guys think too. Um, Jaron Jackson has a lot of potential. Um, as a defender, as a, a guy who can play out on the perimeter and do multiple things as a competitor, obviously him and the rest of the crew are very tight. But to go down, it was a meniscus tear at first, right, last two, two off-seasons yes, ago? Yes, Meniscus tear and now a, a foot injury. Like, these are things that are connected. Uh, these are things that, you know, our body is a chain, right? It's a It's a kinetic chain. I don't mean to get super nerdy, but, like, the neck bones connected to the hip bone kind oh, of right. thing, right? Yeah. And so, and so your meniscus, uh, even if it's on the opposite foot, it still it still connects to the rest of your body. They're not individual parts. So yeah, I'm very concerned of a player who's as young as Jaron, who makes his living on his athleticism and his bounce and his first step and all these things that you know your feet and knees are very important to have uh, to be healthy in order to do all those things. Yeah, I think that the the Memphis probably front office and those in ownership are really scratching their heads and probably wondering, okay, like, what do we do in the meantime? Also, really quickly as an aside, awesome getting Tyus Jones back. I thought that was huge. But this this team, I love that for you guys. That was such an underrated re-signing and such a really great move from, like, a sacrificial standpoint for Tyus because I know he said he wanted to be a starter, and he's obviously not going to be one. So good for him, good for you guys. But this team plays really awesome without Jaron Jackson. We've seen that. Like, you played pretty well, and now you have more pieces and more role players uh, in action and who have taken more steps and have more experience. So when he is out for the beginning of next year, I think with Steven Adams, uh, you'll be able to kind of keep things rolling. Do the Knicks remain a joke, Trista? Even after the Brunson yeah, move, man. yeah, man. I mean, I'm super happy for uh, for Jalen Brunson. Like, I I am uh, on the record. I want everyone to be overpaid. Sure. Like, my goal in life <laughs> to be that. slandered yeah. like that, like Jaron Jackson. Like, people be like, Tristan made how much? Like, uh, we all <laughs> should aspire to be overpaid to the point where people are in their cars talking about whether we're going to live up to that contract. So. He put up big, big points when Luca was not on the floor, and I knew that that was going to be um, a moment of time where, wow, this is defining for his bag, right? And and shame on Dallas for not giving him four years, fifty six million when he came back in January and asked for it and said, "Listen, playing pretty well. I'm happy to stay." And even though yeah. my dad is is on staff for the Knicks, even though my like surrogate father runs the Knicks, and I'm like from the Northeast, from Jersey. I'm totally happy to stay and rock out with y'all. And they said no. And so it's more of a credit to, I think it's also a credit that we don't talk enough about Mark Cuban as much as he says he wants to pay money. He has been cheap and has allowed guys to walk out that, you know, maybe should have stayed. So, yeah, the Knicks, weird moves to do what they did. But it makes sense, I guess, from a branding perspective. Are they a competitor? Are they a contender? Definitely not. Do they make the playoffs? Maybe not. Does Tibbs get fired? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I would. I would vote for uh, Mark Cuban for president, though. Like I, like I, <laughs> I, I love that dude. Like he has like this. Uh, 
you know, he has like this new thing where, you know, he, he offers these generic prescription drugs for like no money. Like the guy's changing the world. And I think we're going to look back and we're going to say, you know what? He probably made, he made the right choice by not paying Chandler Parsons. All right. I, I, yeah, he did. I'll give him that. So sometimes he's like the canary in the coal mine when it comes to not paying these guys. <laughs> you know, yeah. like he sees the vision. He was willing, though, to give Jalen Brunson like $100 million, though. Don't sleep. Yeah. I would have taken the $100 million, though, in Dallas. For sure. Over the $100 million it's in not, New It's York not even close. It's not even close. It's the, the, there's no state tax. You're playing with Luka. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just probably 40% cheaper to live in general. Like, if you're talking about bang for your buck. No doubt. Dallas is one of the best players or best places in, in the country for that. I, I, we were talking about it earlier. We, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if Jason co-signed this, but... Like I said, I think by the end of it, like or maybe not even by the end of it, Knicks fans are going to hate Jalen Brunson. Like they're, <laughs> like it's gonna be one of those deals where they're like, like you talked about, overpaid, overrated. Like I, I just, I don't see that marriage ending smoothly. Cause like he's, is he? Are they gonna win big with Jalen Brunson and that? Like I, I think problems like, Randall. Yeah, I think. I, I, probably issue. not. Yeah. So like Knicks fans are just gonna be miserable like always. They need a big. They need another two guard. I thought it would have been interesting if they could have gotten Dejounte Murray. Ooh. Dejounte Murray, they got him for almost nothing um, in Atlanta. So if you could have gotten him, that would have made sense to me. And then it kind of makes Jalen Brunson a, a better fit now. Is is RJ playing two? Is he playing three? Like, really interesting considering that neither one of them is considered to be like. I know that he went three for six in the playoffs, but like, I don't know necessarily if Jalen, as small as he is, is he's considered like a sharp shooter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and neither is RJ. So the shooting on this team outside of Evan Fournier, which he lacks a lot outside of that, and he can go ice cold too, is left to be desired. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, aren't you a uh, aren't you an Oregon alum? I am. Go Ducks. So, uh, I mean, you're you're fighting they for your, you're fighting for your life right now. They they left us. They're they're going to a place where it's just cornfields and grass and <laughs> and tipping cows. If you want to go over there, you know what? Maybe they're just running from the grind. Maybe they're just running from Dan Lanning, and Dan Lanning's the truth. Him, former defensive coordinator for Georgia. Maybe we are an upstart. Uh, dynasty re- ready to reemerge. Will we win anything of note since we've never won a championship? Probably not. Is it all about money? Here's the thing that I saw too. They said, you know why, if you want a glimpse into why USC and UCLA are leaving for the Big Ten, the Big Ten network is playing 24-7 about UCLA and USC going to them, and the Pac-12 network right now is showing uh, old footage of volleyball games. I don't even know where I I don't even know where to find the Pac-12 network. That's another thing. It's like I remember Memphis played UCLA like seven years ago, and like you had to like find a you know a hole in the wall just to, you know maybe because like it was like only on a specific provider. Like it was it's just a mess. Yes. It's a mess. You have to literally like do it on your laptop and Chromecast. <laughs> you got to pay a certain <laughs> amount of money. Yep. They like give you yep. seven minutes free of watch time that's, you got to go private browser yep. for the next seven minutes of watch time yeah it's so bad it's rough and i'm like i pay for everything you know i pay for every cable whatever over the top and i can't if i can't get pac-12 network as an oregon fan no i mean question. good night and by, good luck. by the way uh dan landing former uh linebackers coach at memphis not just that. a former D.C. of Georgia. He was at Memphis before he went to Georgia. So Dennis Dodd has reported that uh, the Big Ten has informed Oregon and Washington that they are chilling right now. They are standing pat, brother.
um, which means now the big tw- the Pac-12 is going to expand, right? So Oregon and Washington stay, and then you know what the Pac-12 does? They come and poach the best of the Big 12. So, you know the Texas schools, right? Like I think Wolken had the Wolken had the uh, had the names out there, and that's going to be your opening if you're Memphis, right? Um, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, Baylor. TCU, and Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go replace what leaves there. Correct. In the Big 12. Yep, and you're in the same league with UCF and Cincinnati. Hello again. Hello. Happy to see us. Is it me They're you're not. looking for? Well, we're happy to see you. So it would be like who would, who would be left in the Big 12, right? So it'd be Iowa State. It would be West Virginia. It would be Kansas State. Um, UCF, Cincinnati, Kansas. You would have that Kansas basketball series, baby. For now. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody's in any big hurry. No, I get it. I mean, it's about football. Right. Kansas football. Blech. Yeah. So that's your hope, right? Best of the rest. That you get into the uh, the medium 12. And again, better than what you're in. In this case, a lot better than the AAC. The yes. Yeah. Because, like, like, look, the AAC was not that bad when it was UCF, but, Houston, Cincinnati, and Memphis, right? Like, it was actually pretty good. Uh, like, all, like, UCF. You know, got basically. I mean, they won a national championship, as we know. Cincinnati got to the playoff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Houston is is always like relevant in basketball, mostly, but like fine in football. And then Memphis, like, so if you just get back with them, which is to me, you're more in line with those four than you are North Texas, UTSA, Charlotte, and the that slaw. You know, you can. But is it still a college football playoff? Well, that's that an includes yeah. those conferences, right? That's or a, are the super conferences? No, just but, take, but go but, off on their own. But they'll probably expand the college football playoff, won't they? Appear on the- they will. They almost certainly. And so that 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 you know, expand it to include more of themselves. Well, yes. or expand it to give <laughs> us yeah. a chance. No, it'll be to you know, yes, it'll be to include themselves. But if you can do that and still tell Memphis fans and and, and boosters that you get a chance to yes. you know play for the big football playoff or the big. NCAA uh, tournament ring. And I think you can keep it at a level that's worth keeping. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Joined now by KJ Wright as promised. So what's Marshawn really like? <laughs> awesome, funny, um, <laughs> smart, not quiet. Dude is not quiet. And you just see he's just the ultimate businessman. You just see that he's a part owner of the Seattle Kraken. He's on, it seems like, every single commercial when you turn on the TV. And he's just someone that I admire when it comes to how he transitioned after football to the man is still himself. He did it his way. Jeff Goggins weekdays, 9 till 11 a.m., 92.9 FM, ESPN, at 92.9 ESPN on Twitter. For the first time in history, the FedEx Cup playoffs will begin at TPC Southwind, August 10th through 14th. Don't miss your chance to watch the top 125 players from the FedEx Cup standings compete for the PGA Tour's ultimate prize, the FedEx Cup. And it goes in! Only 70 players will make it through Memphis and on to the next round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. I stopped by O'Call the other day and picked up a pair of all-day shorts by Faraday. And I have to tell you, these are easily the best shorts I've ever owned. Incredibly comfortable, made with just a touch of cotton so they have this soft, natural feel. 
but they use a miraculous quick-drying technology so you can wear them in the pool or the lake and then to the barbecue or the bar. Hence the name All Day Shorts. I'm telling you, really are miraculous. Whatever you're doing this summer, make it better with a trip to O'Call. This baseball season, turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right. Just sign up using promo code JSmith, place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. That's the thing I love about FanDuel Sportsbook. They're always hooking you up with the great promotions every day, and you get paid fast when you win. Fastest in the business. There's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using the promo code JSmith to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Again, FanDuel makes it easy for you. It's only on FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions do apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed using studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result? An integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Hi, I'm Ed Apple. I'm running for county commission. I'm running for one reason. The person elected to represent my values does not. He does not seem to care about our safety. Fact is, he voted to cut the sheriff's budget by approximately $8.9 million. Then he voted to put more money into his own pocket. Do not vote for a candidate who invests in himself over your safety. I'm Ed Apple. I'm asking for your vote because I will put safety first.
Paid for by friends of Ed Apple, treasurer Brenda Bazer. John, can you believe that 70 years ago was 1952? No way, man. 70 years ago was like 1930. No, it's true. 70 years ago, Queen Elizabeth began her rule, and you know who else rules? Topps Barbecue. That's right. They've been around for 70 years, too. But back then, you couldn't order their delicious barbecue online, but you can now. Let me guess. Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub, all straight to your door? Exactly. Or you can call ahead for the best real pit barbecue with hardwood, charcoal, and green hickory wood. Enjoy the games and Topps barbecue 70 years strong and still smoking portions of today's program are pre-recorded usc and ucla are planning to leave the pac-12 for the big 10 as early as 2024 the move has not been finalized at the highest levels of power brilliant but usc and ucla are planning to leave for the Big Ten. This is going to be a massive domino. There's no way around it. You're talking about the powers of, well, at least one of the powers, right? USC, UCLA's a, you know, a, a basketball power. They're a huge brand, right? Huge brand. So two big should brands. Be better football. They should wow. be better football brands. Wow. But two massive brands in the Pac-12. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Probably wow. the two biggest, if we're being honest, right? I mean, Oregon's in Oregon there. Oregon now. But, the, but those are the three, right? Um, two of your three biggest brands are now threatening to leave for the Big Ten. Oklahoma and Texas have already said they're leaving for the Big uh, for the SEC. Um, and now the question becomes: Memphis can't get into the Big Ten, right? They can't. No. But is this not shaping up? Like, is this going to be? I'm just, I'm asking the question, right? Is this going to be the beginning of the? We've we've always heard about it. We've always been warned about it. The super conferences, right? Uh, right. Are we trending? Are we careening toward, you know, two or three super conferences? Um, well, and would that be a good thing for Memphis? Right. So you could have the you could have the SEC, the Big Ten, and the ACC, right? I mean, do you get squeezed out of that? Like you're squeezed out right now. Well, it just depends. Out of a power five. Right. Like how big do they want to go? How big do they need? They feel they they feel like they need to go. If they want to, like, if you want to go big. Then I could see like, because if you just if you just stripped everything away, right? If you just like Big Bang Theory, you know, boom, and there was nothing, there was hot gas, and everything started over. Memphis would be a Power Five school, right? Like if you just blew up everything right now, and you said there are I don't know, pick sixty five, you know, three super conferences, sixty five teams. Don't you think Memphis would be one of the sixty five? I'd like to, I'd like to think so. I mean, I, I have to believe that they would be. I have to believe they would be. If they if they aren't, you know, what are we doing here? Um, so you doing four super conferences of sixteen teams to get you to sixty four? If you you didn't mention four, you said two well, or three well, super it, it, conferences. It, well, what 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 are the? Are I don't the, think it's sixteen is a super. Well, conference. do the Pac twelve and the Big Twelve now merge? Right. Mm-hmm. What are they? What is the Pac 12s response going to be? Mm-hmm. Feels like that's a pretty obvious travel. Uh, arrangement there because you've got you know I mean UCF's unfortunate but beyond that you know Houston is as far east as you're going to have to go again we're excluding UCF that was a weird one but you feel pretty good about the you know the bedrock of the the travel situation there in the Big 12 I mean I, I don't know like I'm speculating this is very live and raw speculation but doesn't that make sense to you rather than the Pac-12 trying to go out and replace because they're not they're not going to, dude, they're politically. No, to, to compete with the Big Ten and the SEC, you're going right. to 
go big, which would be combining forces, seems like. The, the Pac-12 politically is not going to replace USC and UCLA with San Diego State and Colorado State. They're not going to do it. And BYU is going to Big 12. I don't even know if BYU would politically work either. I don't think that would fly. So their options are pretty slim in terms of like, yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, just like the Big 12, the Big 12 can't replace uh, Oklahoma and, and, and Texas. That's why they added four. They had to add four to compensate for two. You know, this feels like the Pac-12 is going to have to do something like that, but there's not four schools on the West Coast that feel like they deserve, you know, this puts the Big Ten at 16. Does it? USC and UCLA going over. Yeah, it would be six. They're at 14 now, I think. Put them at 16. Yeah, yeah. so that's a super conference. That's a, that's a super conference right there. How many does SEC got? 14 with Texas and Oklahoma? Yeah. So they're going to – you bet, you, you bet you're – 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, SEC will be at 16? Mm-hmm. With the two of them, with yes. Them. How many the they're ACC super, got? Their super conference. Because mm-hmm. that's the next one. If the the ACC, how many teams do they have? Because I mean, they're gonna have they're gonna have a response. They, they just, got seven. They got seven in each league. So they got four teams in the coastal and the Atlantic. So the ACC is gonna add two. Yeah. Is yeah. that including Notre Dame though? I guess it is. Well, they're, that's, that's their extra. Yeah. yeah. They are. They are an ACC team in basketball. Yeah. So fourteen or you know fifteen. Man. So they could add one. The ACC could add one. And then the Pac-12 and, uh, you know, the Big 12. But I don't know how that would work, though, right? Because the Big 12's going to look like crap, though, dude. The Big 12 the Big Twelve has, you know, they got uh, 14, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, the Pac-12's got however many they got. So I don't know how that would even work. I don't even know what that would look like. But I'm just thinking about the options for the Pac-12, dude. Like, it's... it's pretty bad on the West Coast in terms of, like, who are the, who are the powers... Uh, on the like Boise State, you're gonna add Boise State in the Pac-12. You're gonna have to. I mean, it's, and, and like, ugh, ugh. but it makes sense. And like that. That's what I'm saying. Which one of those conferences is clamoring to get Memphis? The new one that's right. trying to match the SEC and the Big well, Ten. And the you're, you're, if the ACC like adds one or two, you're begging to be in it. You're begging. I mean, that's that's kind of where you're at. And I don't know if the ACC is going to feel like that. I, don't, I, don't, I think they will, though. Don't you? If the Big Ten goes to 16, the ACC is going to want to go to 16. Now, like the whole Notre Dame thing is a is a is a is an interesting factor too. Do they count them? I guess they do. I don't know how that works. John, you think this is this is a smart move by the Big Ten, isn't it? I mean, the Big Ten is just trying to take the take over the world. Yeah, that's the way to do it, though. You have to you have to get bigger. You die. But they're responding to the SEC. Yeah, that's the way it has to be. You have to be a club. The SEC started this when they went and got Texas and Oklahoma. Of course. So they're just keeping up. They're keeping up with the Joneses. That's right. Because they don't want the college football playoff to be the SEC Invitational every single year. Go big or go home. Here is what I'm feeling. And they don't care about travel. No. The Big Ten. They're freaking the Big Ten. Don't man. pay it, man. You know? Illinois can get to USC. Um, and it's pretty central anyway. You can find direct flights from pretty much everywhere in the Big Ten. You know, um, it's just it's just what the SEC created. The SEC created all of this because they got they're greedy and they could they can be. Um, and I don't I don't know what it means for Memphis. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing for Memphis. I tend to believe mo- movement of any kind is better than none. Um, for because like Memphis is stuck right now. Memphis is like when there's no movement, you're in the AC with, you know, <laughs> you know the the 
Seems like the best bet to me was for things to stand pat and you to be next in the Big 12. A, yes, a lesser Big 12, but still better than what you're in. This all breaks up everything. It just makes the the ground underneath your feet less stable, it feels like to me, in terms of your shot. It just, your place in line, I guess, is is what you're measuring here, and it sure does feel like you're at least close to Big 12, you, Boise State. You, you start shaking things up. You've got the, these bigger conferences have got their 16 already. You know, one more is trying to put together, you know, a package to match it. You know, with the with the pack with with the pack and the 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 Big Twelve sort of dissolving or combining, aren't they going to be able to get enough out of that mm-hmm. as opposed to going to get a Memphis or a, I mean, maybe a Boise State does add, but yeah, I, or do you not just get what you can out of the six? Get a sixteen, a strong sixteen out of the ones you've already got. Yeah, no, in the two I, I conferences. Mean, that, that's that what is I'm the, that I, is the question. It feels. I don't know. My feeling today is that it's not good news for Memphis. Well, you might think, hey, the, well, this starts the next set of dominoes that starts it. But we already suspected again when Oklahoma, Texas leave. There's your two spots. Big Twelve would open up again. That felt like a more realistic path than mm-hmm. this does right now today. Well, we just you, don't know. Like we just don't know what iteration it will take. Right? We don't like. Memphis is not going to be in the Pac-12. We know that the SEC's got theirs. Oh, yeah, we, you're not getting the SEC. And we know that the Big Ten's now got its up right. to 16. Well, you didn't think you were getting the Big Ten. But I'm just saying, that. so that's two 16s right yep. there. You're saying ACC going to have to respond to try to, be, to match what they've done. There's three super conferences. If you're saying there's one more that's going to come out of the, mm-hmm. the Big 12 and the Pac, they, they would just, why not just get the best 16 out of there? Memphis but, could get in the ACC. I mean, it's not. You're hoping to be one of the two AC, oh, one of the two teams the ACC would add. I think under this new layout, because like travel wise, it's not bad. I mean, you're you're you know you're talking about. I mean, I'm, I'm sure their headquarters are in Charlotte, right? So that's not bad. No idea where the ACC headquarters are. Um, you know, Clemson and North Carolina. I mean, that's not a bad travel schedule. You know, yeah, you're the furthest west, but you know, you're still you know hop skipping a jump away. It ain't that far. So. And then you get the, and then again, like the ACC argument for if I'm making the case to the ACC, it's well, you get a you get a bunch of TVs in the SEC market, right? You get a you get a stronghold in the SEC footprint in Memphis, Tennessee, where there are a bunch of SEC fans, there are a bunch of football fans. Greensboro, Tradi- yeah, traditionally, you know, we always rate very well with college football, you know. So I would want to be in that market if again. I I have to do something. I have to I have to get to sixteen. Right. Memphis has won. Memphis has been relevant. You know, it's not ideal, but none of this is ideal. Who else no, no, could the all, ACC all, add? All, all I'm asking you is that is that more reasonable in terms of uh, of what the ACC would be looking for than it is right now? The the two spots in the Big Twelve that are going to open up with it. I hope hope you're right. What, you, what would you rather be? Right? You'd rather be in the ACC, of course. Is is it more realistic? Probably not, but now I, I think this turns I think this turns everything on its head. You know, yes, I think prior that was the that was the that was the uh, you know game plan. The game plan was to not get ready, but stay ready for when Texas and Oklahoma left, whenever that would be, probably two years from now. And then the Big Twelve probably says, you know what, we still need more teams to replace them um, and, and get back to where we were and, and stay at sixteen. 
instead of go to going out of fourteen. Yeah, the Big Ten not stretch across the country because you got Maryland sitting in there. Oh yeah, the, yeah Maryland's in the Big Ten. You got, got Maryland Rutgers, sitting there. It literally Rutgers goes in all the, the way Rutgers across. Rutgers is in the New, New Jersey. And they New give York no market. Fs. No, they no, no they, Fs. They got plenty of cash because you, you got add you four and five billion in USC. All of those schools are four and five billion dollar endowment style schools. You know, you're talking about Michigan, Illinois. They got plenty of money to put people on planes. By the way, I don't think this sucks. I think this is great. Like, I think this is fantastic. I love the idea that Texas and Oklahoma are going to be in the SEC. I love the idea that we are not constricted by geographical. Uh, yeah, but you know, you're not saying as it applies to Memphis. No, you're I'm just saying, saying as a fan of the sport, right? Correct. As a fan of college football, like I am not beholden to uh, oh old rivalries of of 1985. Like what? Dude, whatever. All of this stuff is about money. It always has been. You know, there's no reason we we don't have to hide it anymore. Well, you know, we shouldn't. Players are getting paid. Coaches are getting paid obscene amounts of money. You know? I mean, everybody's making money. So you might as well just try to get the best leagues and the best games. I think too often we don't get good games in college sports. Like, brands should play each other. USC and Ohio State every single year. Sign me up. Why not? What are we talking about? How is this bad? How is this a bad thing? Like, Ryan Rasulu says, all of this sucks. Why? What about this sucks? This is all great. Well, that's that's to be to be determined. Yeah. Well, who decides? I don't think you have to make a, de- a determination today. Right. Who decides it sucks and why? I think it's great. I don't care about UCLA. That's just guys that are just used to their old tradition and right. their old conferences right. and rivalries that don't. Yeah. Know, oh, are like, first to change. Florida that's, that's State. All. You know, and Bobby Bowden. I mean, I don't care. I'm not a college football purist, bro. Give me the best of the best playing every Saturday, and and, and uh, you know. Yes, Ohio State, Michigan, great. I don't care. Give me the best of the best. I want top 10 teams taking on top 10 teams. We don't get enough of that in the regular season. We don't get enough of that in college basketball, man. You know, like, I'm, I'm all about it. Let's get all the great programs in a league with each other. If that's the only way they'll play, let's do it. I'm in for it. Okay, well, ACC, well, uh, Yeah, I'm selling us. out. I'm selling out for the ACC. There's no doubt about no, it. We're, we're, I'm, we're, I mean, Louisville's in the ACC. Hey, hey, Memphis can't get in the if, ACC. If they'll take us, absolutely. Bro, but, that, that would be fun they, to have Clemson, like, play in Memphis. <laughs> if Louisville can get in the ACC, so can Memphis. Period, point blank, full stop. It, it can happen. Louisville and Memphis, once upon a time, were conference mates. That's the closest comp, man. It is. It's, it's, it's a damn stretch. No, it's, it's, a, it's a prestigious league. Oof. It is. Uh, there's no way around it. But who else are they going to add? Uh, half of the Big Twelve. I mean, yeah, I guess you could go. Yeah, you just carve just up poach. the Big Twelve. Well, yeah. then Memphis takes their spot. Yeah, I See, mean, like, but that, then like, you so, end up. You know where you end up? The American. Yeah, that's fine, but you have to get off the. You have to get yeah. off the sinking what ship. What I'm saying is, John, like you remember when the Big East thing happened, and we had a. We had a raging party here at the radio station for about 30 minutes. Yes, but it was still the right move, though. You still have to do it. It's one of those things where none of this, when you're Memphis. That's where it sucks a little bit because you're you're never getting to the next tier. Exactly. Like, it's just part of the deal. Like, when you're Memphis, you're never going to be the first choice. But you still have to go. I get you. Because you're the alternative. Right. You got to do it. You got to be in the game. on the vine. You, gotta, you just got to stay in the game. You're right. I mean, I, dude, it, like, that's fine. If, if Memphis can't get in the ACC because they want to take UCF instead, no problem. Memphis goes and takes UCF spot. Right. Coming up at 2, it's the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Mark Giannato, lead columnist from the Commercial Appeal, and Jeffrey Wright, college football and BetQL analyst. Giannato and Jeffrey, weekdays 2 till 4 p.m., 92.9 FM, ESPN. This trade that the Memphis Zoo made, that's our Grizzlies trade of the day. Ja Raff has been shipped off to the Hogue Zoo. It's the Salt Lake City Zoo. When they traded Mike to Utah, we had a chance to say goodbye. And we got a better return. Yeah. 
Yeah. We got a good return Hell, for that. We got a return. Giannato and Jeffrey, weekdays 2 till 4 p.m. 92.9 FM ESPN. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Hi, I'm Ed Apple. I'm running for county commission. I'm running for one reason. The person elected to represent my values does not. He does not seem to care about our safety. Fact is, he voted to cut the sheriff's budget by approximately $8.9 million. Then he voted to put more money into his own pocket. Do not vote for a candidate who invests in himself over your safety. I'm Ed Apple. I'm asking for your vote because I will put safety first. Paid for by friends of Ed Apple, Treasurer Brenda Bazer. Direct auto insurance is for uncompromisers, the people who refuse to make trade-offs in life. Like Kelly, when her old car insurance got so expensive that she couldn't afford to drive anymore, do you think she started carrying her groceries for miles? No, but she did find direct auto savings that allowed her to drive instead of compromise. With savings of up to 25%, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a quote today at directauto.com. Savings based on applied discounts and will vary. Terms apply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-784-0105. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-784-0105 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-784-0105. What do you have to lose? Call 800-784-0105. Again, 800-784-0105. 5X480. Dayton B100 V-Belt. One of the many parts Granger carries. It's also the item that helped Rob carry the day. The job was on hold. Deadline fast approaching. But a quick search on Granger.com and Rob found his part. And with same-day pickup at his local branch, he and his crew got the job done safely and on time. Get supplies and solutions for every industry with real-time product availability. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Portions of today's program are pre-recorded. This is exactly what Brian Windhorst had to say today at the end of Get Up. Had some significant news uh, hit the NBA when John Morant's contract became known to the rest of the league, and in a pleasant surprise for Grizzlies fans, the fifth year of that deal is fully guaranteed, no player option. Now, a player of John Morant's caliber could definitely have asked for and probably gotten a player option in that contract. And that is always a little bit uh, disconcerting in a small market like Memphis. We know that as soon as Donovan Mitchell signed in Utah with that player option, we instantly started to wonder about where he was headed. But John Morant is committed to Memphis for six more years. That's a significant detail that came yesterday. Yeah, so and that's a, course, that's you have- know that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the rough. A fantastic show on ESPN in the mornings, paying dividends apparently, uh, and not just for me, John, like it has for a few years now, but now in this case for all of the city of Memphis. Brian Windhorst today in a segment late in Get Up. Uh, had an interesting tidbit about John Morant's contract. Again, at the end of a segment, been talking about Kevin Durant and everything else, so I'm assuming that's why it was sort of buried and hasn't been picked up. Mm -hmm. But he pointed out 
that after looking at John Morant's contract, seeing the details, there's a fine detail in there that could be great news, is great news, you didn't say could be, oh. for Memphis fans. And that detail is, Ja, unlike most of the uh, uh, young players on max extensions who have reached the level he's at, Jason Tatum's, Lucas, Trey Young's, unlike those guys, he did not include a fifth-year player option in his max extension. Wow. Therefore, giving the Grizzlies the control for the five years. Do you, do you see what I'm, the, the difference there? So, so what's he essentially said? I'm giving you guys the control in an era where players are looking for more control, especially players of his ilk. Right, you want that fifth year option, so you've got control of your Absolutely. career. Hey, you need to get out. You can you can opt on out. That's what the league has been. John Moran is saying, no, I'm committed to Memphis. I'm in for five years. I don't need the player option. How about that? Wendy pointed out how great that is for Memphis fans, for everybody else. That obviously in a small market, especially, you want to keep your superstars. Well, here's John Morant, not just talking, but showing his commitment level to Memphis. Oh God, once again, how about that? Now we that. come into your presence with expectancy in our hearts. God, we know you're going to bless that us. That ain't just talking it, John. So That's walking it, man. And we get yeah, so again, Brian Windhorst reported on Get Up today that there is no fifth year And it feels like we in church for real. Praise and worship. Now, this is this is symbolic. Exactly. It, it, it's uh, and you can and you can sort of ride this low, Brad. I mean, I do think we can, you know, we can def- definitely celebrate here. And the spirit there after that news, gentlemen. But what what it really means is, John Morant trusts the Grizzlies. That's what it means. That that is the implication by not insisting on, you know, the look. By the way, it would not have made John Morant a villain if he got a fifth year player no, it's, option. It's, it's what every player of his caliber is doing. It would be days. expected, right? You know. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it. Again, you know, Tatum did it. Luca did it. Trey did it. You 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 do that so you've got the control. And that, it, let's be real, the LeBrons, the KDs, all of that have sort of that's been the way, and that's what these young guys want is the control in their careers. Uh, it's sort of going against the grain to give your team the, the to give them the control, quite frankly. And in this case, you know, all of the control you haven't included that option. Yeah. So that that's the difference is you're showing your commitment to it. Josh said he's all about Memphis. He's all about the Grizzlies. Everything else. When you do this, as your point, it's symbolic. You're walking the walk, you know, not just talking it. Now, uh, interestingly enough, you you were sort of looking into this across the league. Zion just signed a max contract, and he also has no player option. Now, what's interesting is that's already made news down there, obviously. Now, his, you would say, with that relationship, right, with that organization, wow. Because, again, at one point you figured it was strained. That's good news, obviously, for New Orleans that there's no option there that 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 in year that Zion could opt out. That that's been the report. That's great news for New Orleans. You wouldn't expect it to be the same situation because what have we said? That when you listen to Ja talk about Memphis and his trust level in the front office, it hadn't felt it necessarily like the same level for Zion and his trust there. Yep. But Zion apparently did not include it in his either. For him, again, I'm thinking in his case, what you thinking? Again, you you must feel really good about the situation in New Orleans now. You know, John, maybe he gave that to him as part of his deal. Listen, I I, I didn't show up last year, whatever it is. Yep. But, yes, uh, uh, I would say almost strangely it's not included in his. Um, but we knew John Morant was committed to the Grizzlies. This this essentially shows it. Yeah. You're smiling over there. I mean, I, it, 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 it's like you just have this instinct, in, you know, as a traumatized Memphis sports fan, right, that even when you get something good, 
you're not going to have it for very long mm-hmm. or, or, or something's going to happen that, that changes the course of how it's supposed to go. Like, John Morant feels like the first time that in Memphis sports we've gotten something amazing, yeah. and it's gone perfectly. Like, not only is he here, not only is he, you know, the Grizzlies are winning, uh, overachieving, he is saying he's not holding the Grizzlies over a barrel, you know? I mean, we've seen superstars do that time and time and time again, especially in small markets. It's, all, it's the blue, almost the blueprint now. He's saying, look, I'm rolling with you guys. Like, we're in lockstep. I am in full, like, total belief behind you guys, your decisions that you're making, yeah. the guys you're surrounding me with. You know, like, that's – look, at any point, as we've seen in the league, a guy – a contract doesn't matter. Kevin Durant has four years left on his deal, and he's still getting – you know, he's going to get traded almost certainly. But – He's still not been traded, right? Well, in, in that case, because he's locked in, they've got all the, the Nets have. That's the exactly leverage. right. Right. That's exactly. And, and 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 they may get to a point where they go back to him and say, "We can't do it, man." Mm-hmm. And what's he gonna do? No, I, I'll say this: we're, we're talking about how great it is for Memphis and the commitment level, the loyalty it shows on Jaws' part to get this done. If you're a front office, to get his caliber of player on a deal that doesn't have a fifth year option in it, again, that that's a hell of a job by the front office. This is what I would ask, though. And, and you guys tell me, maybe you've got a, a, an answer for me that can help me. If you are the Grizzlies front office, why are you not leaking this news out locally, right? So that it gets out, you, you further endear, it, 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 it shows the great job on your part, but you further endear Ja to Memphis by right. saying, look at this guy's commitment level to us. You know what I'm saying? Why, why was this buried at the end of a wind horse segment He's looking at it nationally, and, and I put that on the Grizzlies' front office. you you got to let folks know when you've got news like this, but this is not how they operate, yep. and, and, and we know that. But, but, again, I would ask the question, why not give this news out locally so that, again, the word is spread here? Not 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 wait until 11 o'clock on our show and, hey, it's great for us on, on, on this day. But but that's my point. Why would you not release that news? Looks good on you yes. as a front office to get a deal done yes. with a second-team All-NBA guy with no fifth-year option? And it looks great for Ja. It further endears him to this community. Why? That, that's why that, that baffles me. Just no as doubt. a former guy, that former beat writer that would be like, Dude, why don't you, you know, why don't we have this? Yes. You guys should be leaking this news. Uh, well, I mean, look, I, I agree with that. You should be releasing this news. I, I agree with that. I mean, that's a totally different side of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I question. But, but it is like, but again, you, you, it's, a, it's a strategic choice. You give them the credit for doing it, and you just wonder, why's this thing, you know, buried, right? you know, at the end of some national report and not, right, like, out, and like, not out in the, you know. Like, I think if you or me were running the broken organization, we'd be wanting to, like, you know, trumpet this out. Like, hey, 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 hey. Exactly. You know, like, look, 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 look. Because me and you would look good on well, this. That's what David Griffin did to the point, right? David Griffin told, again, the media that Zion didn't have the fifth-year option. Why? Because that looks good for the front office. Well, and it just, it, it, it makes your franchise more attractive. And you're locked in. All of it. All you know? Exactly. Like, and it, look, our guys want to play here. And in that case, you can see the reason why you do it as a front Again, I'm not, I, I, I'm saying in the same breath, great job on getting the deal done. For sure. With no fifth-year option for a player like Job. Didn't quite stick the landing. But, bro, yeah. trumpet it out. Yeah. Let, the, let the people know. Right. You know, that's. No, I agree. It's the messaging, but that's you know that's kind of how they are. You know that's kind of how they operate. And again, I suppose some will say, well, y'all, y'all, you know, you're praying, praise and worship, you're doing all this, and, and it's one year we're talking about here. But it, again, it, it's bigger than that because it's symbolic. It shows yes. you, you said it best, the trust level he's got right now in that front office, and it shows you how comfortable he is in Memphis with this organization to I mean, not include that again in an era where in an era where players want more control. Jai's giving that up, and so. 
you know, again, he's given you five years. What you got? Six now with yeah. what's left. Six years. Hey, let, let's go win a championship. That's essentially what he's saying. And I'm giving you guys all the all the power, all the control. Because right, so I trust you. It's like the Ravens would say, right? Big trust. Big trust. Now, now I will say, I think Brad might have gotten, and I think I did too, pump faked on the, on, the, on the music here because you think it's over, right? I learned this today. You think it's over? You think it's coming to a cr- crescendo? But it never ends. Praise and worship. No, no. The song no. never ends. No, no, no. It, it's not. So if you no, get we're not getting out of church at noon today, John. It, it, keeps, it keeps on. It picks back up and you're keeps like, on going. Like, like, yeah, know, it'll fool you. It'll throw you off. I see what you're getting. Yeah, in church. When that when that praise and worship song sounds like it's at the end, but well, it's like actually not chorus. at the end. It picks back up. Look, exactly. It, it, stop, it pauses and throws you off. Well, look, white church, let's just call it what it is. White church, you know, there's like Be a careful. there's a very uh, there's a very clear end, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a very clear end. Benediction. You know, and then everybody sits down. Now, is this go- part of what intimidates you about black church? There is no doubt about it. I've asked you to come to church and you haven't come. This is part of why. Because you're scared. You're scared you're not going to recognize, hey, when the song's over or not. You're scared of the collection plate. Right. It's the tradition. Well, and I'm also not a very, like, active participant. You know, I kind of like to just slide in and but, well, slide we, out. But we allow that as well. Okay, but it doesn't feel like that mm-hmm. when I hear songs like this. But you think everybody's going to be looking at you. Well, I don't brother, know about that. Brother, I mean, just, I just... We just praise and work. We think, I just, about, we think about God. Okay. And that's the thing. That's See, our, but that, so, I, I'm going to feel like I'm not doing... I'm not, like, meeting the moment. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't stand up and do that. You know, I kind of just sit there and observe There's and listen and reflect. There's a lot of people that reflect. don't you won't, you won't be by yourself. This is a blessing. It, I mean, there's... Thanks, fine, Jason Smith. Nice find. That makes my well, Friday. Well, I'm better. just happy I was watching Get Up like I always do. Because again, I, I, I'm looking up. I'm, I, I'll be honest with you. Windhorse says this, confirms it to us this morning. By the way, John got him to confirm, so that old Jason's ears want to make sure those were mm. all cleared out. Got it confirmed by Wendy. But, but I, I'm looking around on Twitter. John Morant, fifth-year option, no fifth-year. There, there's no news of it anywhere. No. I, I couldn't believe it. And again, that's why I go back to front office, who typically, let's be real, just set that. The, when news comes out, who breaks it? Woj. Right. Right? Yep. And that's the way this front office is operated. And, and it's, I'll it's be not, honest. It's they, not always they sort of from stick the Grizzlies. To the plan, man. In fairness, it's probably not always from the Grizzlies side. I mean, he probably does Agent have. Agent side. Yeah, I mean, there's two sides to that. Well, you know? and in New Orleans' case, right. David Griffin said it. Front yeah. office said it, that, jo- that, that Zion has no fifth year. That's, you know, it can be done that way. Yes. Is the point. That said, set it to the side. John Morant's well, going to be it, for, for the foreseeable future. It, it's painting a picture, right? It, it paints a, a a great picture of John Morant. Is, it's look, it's one thing, and I heard Gary make this point, and it's very true. Like it's one thing to go to Vegas summer league. Everybody's at Vegas summer league. Yeah. Who doesn't want to go to Vegas summer league? That's easy. I'm going to Vegas summer league. John went to Salt Lake City to support that team. You know, and like that is not required. That is not important. That he goes to Salt Lake City. It's not important that he goes to Vegas, but what he is clearly saying and showing, both with his attendance and Salt. Because, dude, if I was him, I would be the first, the last place I would want to be in the world in Ju- in July is Salt Lake City, right? Mm-hmm. He is showing that I'm committed to my teammates. I'm committed to this front office. I'm committed to this community, and and he's going to be down for Memphis for at least the next six years. And I don't see any reason why, given the trajectory of this franchise, why it would go sour, why it would go south. I mean, everything right now is pointing up. Um, so I, I really do. I mean, I think it's a, it's a, it's a hellacious development for Memphis. And, and again, like it, he was signed up for, for the next five, but it's, it's just, there's a certain undertone to it, right? Which, which, which paints a picture of complete rock solid belief in the direction of this franchise and not talking right but showing 
and that is true leadership, and that is true, um, you know, belief. So I, I think that's what that's what today's news means. That's that's what not having an option in that contract means is that no matter what, I am in the trenches with the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't just I don't just talk it. Mm-hmm. I walk it. Because you got, I mean, to be honest with you, you got no idea where this thing's going to be in five years. We'd like to think it's going to be this straight five, six years. It's going to be this straight upward trajectory, and and you'll build and and by that time be a championship level team. There's no promise of that. So the fact that you've got him now for six, no matter what, right? Again, you don't have that fifth year option. It's just it, it's it's absolutely great news uh, for the Grizzlies. Again, we're talking about one year, but it's bigger than that. It's the faith he has right now in the front office and the commitment level, and he. Sh- Frankly, he's shown it since the time that he got here, right? Uh, in, in a, again, in a day and age where it feels like, okay, some of these guys, they graduate from summer league, right? Especially guys like Ja, who have moved on now so quickly in their career. You don't need to be at Salt Lake City, right? You could, Hell, we'd be lucky sometimes if you're coming in those last couple of days of Vegas. You're right. In everything he does, almost in every choice when it comes to his matters with this team and dealings, when it when 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 they're when they're involved, they're doing something. He's he's there. Yep. Right. Because what? Yep. Because in every aspect, uh, he's tied in. He's fully tied in, and this shows it even more. Embedded so. for real. And uh, look, I mean, I, I I wouldn't dare make a prediction because you know NBA is you know it's an ever evolving league, but it just suggests that like there's a better than you know. I don't know what the number is, but it just feels like there is a real chance that he like plays his entire career. Well, you here. see that you see that everything that Dallas just did for for Luca in the sense that they moved on from new, new coach. You go over to kid, everything else. You're, you're moving guys based on who Luca likes and who he doesn't like, and yet even still, Luca's got that fifth year option in there. Why? Because yeah, I trust you right now, but who knows where we're going to be? And I've reached a level of my career where I command that kind of control. I can get that kind of control. Here's Ja in the same spot. Right, this it's saying, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you all the way through. You know, Dallas has done everything that Luca's asked essentially, and yet it's good business in this case, in Luca's case, for, uh, when you're talking about control and money to put the fifth year option in. Josh throwing out good business. You know what? What could be control for him? Everything else saying no. What What's more important to me right now yep. is my commitment level to the to the Grizzlies. Absolutely. So that that's the best way we can break it down for you. Yeah. WMFS FM and HD One Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrates a legacy of sports in the Mid South as flagship home of the Grizzlies and Tigers talk on the Odyssey app, powered by DuckDuckGo. Ninety two nine FM ESPN. The man who recruited, signed, enrolled, and developed David Roddy into a first round draft pick, selected by the Memphis Grizzlies. It's Nico Medvek. Memphis has seemed to know what they're doing in the draft. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you that. You know, this front office, they've gotten a lot of stuff right over the past few years, evidence being that they have built a team that finished with the second best record in the NBA this past season. It's the Gary Parish Show. GP is America's college basketball insider for CBS. Gary Parish, weekdays 4 till 6 p.m., 92.9 FM, ESPN. Hey, you want all new July Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery? They're heading this way. Oh, yeah. Grab four. These aren't peanuts. These tickets pay out big cash, like $500,000. We'll take four, please. Four July Instant Games coming at you. Miss, if you wouldn't mind passing these down. Snag yours today. Make a play for a big win this season with July Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com radio. 
ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Portions of today's program are pre-recorded. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphis. He's on Twitter at Drew Hill underscore DM. And he's here now. What up, Drewski? What's going on, pal? It must be the middle of the summer. There must be not a lot going on. There's a ton going on, bro. We're getting our first look at the future of the next-gen, next-gen Grizz. These are like that, 